0: hello and welcome to another episode of one sporting way my name is riley clark and i am joined this week by not only my cat who is currently on my lap uh but i'm also joined by my two wonderful co-hosts dave and remy dave how are you doing what are you drinking man
1: i'm doing good i beat the buzzer to turn on my local recording and if you do a podcast you know what that means if not we'll skip this part but yeah it's been a wild week i went stand up paddle boarding for the first time ever which was okay. super fun um but i had the beginner paddle boards because we just rented them and they zigzag like crazy so you can only do like two paddles on each side so you just feel like you spend like an hour and a half just handing the the oar back and forth between your hands but that was fun and Then I went to the band Camino concert uh, last night, which was super fun. And
0: Oh, sick. Where were they playing?
1: uh, The Truman. I've seen them. Fun venue. They were awesome. And also my ears still kind of hurt, but I realize that makes me sound 100. But also I have a pen pal now, so that's super fun. Hold up. Where? Yes. He lives in Belgium, and it's like this app that, Let's you meet people who want to learn your language, and you want to learn their language, and then you just like talk, and I mean, it was awesome. Stop!
0: That's yes. awesome,
1: dude. It's the coolest thing ever because like he speaks obviously fluent French because he's Belgian, and so we just talked for like an hour, and a half hour of it was English, and a half hour of it was French, and it was so great. And then he went back. Okay, this is a great story. I hope he doesn't mind. I'm telling this. I don't think he will he he was does he also listen to the podcast he started I think he listened to episode zero well we'll be the judges because
2: we'll see we have one listener in Belgium next week
1: yeah hi Dave's new friend yeah so hi hi Gio. (laughs) anyway but his the thing that cracked me up was he said um why does Remy not have an accent and I was like what do you mean and he was like, she's French, but she sounds completely American. Like, <laughs> how long has she lived in the U.S.? And, I'll, and, and come to find out, like, you said you were French in the first episode. I did? <laughs> I, yes. Well, you were, like, sarcastically pretending to be Remy Volter, or Voltaire. Oh, and I was, oh my like, gosh. I'm like, so good at English.
2: I mastered the American accent.
1: Yes. So, anyway. That's hilarious.
2: It was... I'm not even French at all. I am Mexican.
1: Yes. Well, that's what and I told Italian. him. I was like. I was like, if anything I, I don't I don't think so but anyway, as far as what I'm drinking, um it's beer it it's the normal kind it's this kind right there boulevard so water it's water it's water, but it's in a boulevard glass, so I'm choosing to count it anyway, how about you, Remy aside from being tired from playing soccer and
2: yeah et cetera, I have I feel like my soul has just perished, and I'm like on my way to the afterlife a little bit like (laughs) um i'm (laughs) just so (laughs) i'm so tired it was just like we we had a really good game and now i'm just like sleepy and dehydrated like my usual sunday evening so Mm. i'm drinking gatorade red and it's important that you put red in there because everyone knows the flavors are very important absolutely um but i've been pretty busy um I was in Omaha last weekend, so that's why I wasn't on the episode. Shout out to Jake, who's on my soccer team, who was like, Woo. the episode was terrible without you. <laughs> he was joking, <laughs> um, but he was, yeah, it was really funny. Um, I mean, Dave,
0: them. I don't know about, like, do you agree
1: that it was terrible? Yeah, without Remy. I would say oh it gosh. was a hundred times less fun to make. Hopefully Aww. the end result was palatable. Oh, no, it
2: was, he was definitely <laughs> joking. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I you know what I should have done when I was in Omaha is trying to find some Union what is it Union, union Omaha, Omaha FC uh swag cuz they're yeah. playing Sporting in the Open Cup next and Yeah they are. Ho, we call it Omaha cuz that's where I'm from. So that's, <laughs> that's kind awesome. of that's kind of funny. Um I've never heard
1: that before.
2: I don't know. It might be like a Remigio deal. Yeah. It was super fun to see all my family And now I'm back in Kansas.
0: Well, good to
1: have you back. Yeah. Hopefully your soul doesn't completely perish during this episode.
2: Someday I'll drink beer again. I don't know when, but yeah. Riley, what is new with you?
0: School's out. I know it's summertime. So to all those teachers out there, congratulations, you made it through probably the hardest school year that will ever exist. Even harder than 2020. Oh, dude, this the first year of kids being back in seats all year without them having been there. It's been chaos everywhere okay. that I've heard and seen from all teachers that I know and love. So I'm very excited to be at summer. I am going to be back. So I know what I'm getting myself into this year, but I am feeling good. We've spent two days by the pool. We had church today. I am, I've am i had the kind of the night to myself here. Robin's been at a, a church event so far. I've been to two baby showers in the last month, and I've won prizes at both of them and one was today i'm just feeling good
2: for some reason i thought you were gonna say i won prom king and i don't know why you would have <laughs> i won middle king. school prom
0: king, <laughs> baby shower prom king even better yeah only no i'm doing i'm doing good and we've got like a f- when summer rolls around we've got tons of stuff like in two weeks i'll be on a cruise so in two weeks you guys are gonna have to record without me because i will be literally out of the country we've got that and trips planned and people come in and all kinds of good stuff and lots of pool and beach days are in our future so i'm currently drinking a um, raspberry rewind it's the drink it's the beer i talked about last week on the podcast oh nice um and i listened <laughs> i'm sure just like i always listen to um but i'm drinking that and then in the reserve because this is like half gone and I'm I'm having a good night because I don't have to go to school tomorrow. Hey. Riley's um, killing
2: it. I'm like I'm like dying, I'm dying got... of everything, and Riley's like giving me so much energy.
1: Riley's like dancing. Honestly, this is the sassiest
0: I've ever seen him on the podcast. Well, sitting uh, in the in the batter's box or no, in the hole right now uh, on deck. What? Oh my god, I played baseball sitting in year. the
2: hole. Sitting Riley's sitting right in now. the hole.
0: Is a a light sky, citrus wheat. Oh, I see.
1: I thought you were saying you were on deck, and I was like, nah, buddy, you are at bat. (laughs) We are
0: throwing the pitches to you, and you're swinging. (laughs) I'm doing great. I've missed a couple times, but I'm doing good. And for anyone who's keeping up with sporting, they would know that we are currently on our international break right now. Honestly, Uh, finally. And thank God. (laughs) It's been a long season, so hopefully we get a reset. But all we really have in, in sporting news is that we have games coming up and that means this coming Sunday, we play new England revolution. That is the two o'clock game on ESPN. And then we've got Nashville and then union Omaha for the open cup on the 22nd. And then we play Seattle again. We've got some big time games coming up. Uh, but instead of talking and making predictions about those, We've got some listener mail that we're gonna we're gonna answer some questions about. So our Yeah, and we're also going to talk
1: don't worry, we're also going to talk about the US men's national team. Yes. Games. We are. They just
2: wrapped right as we're recording this. So actually but, perfect timing for once.
0: Yeah, I know, right? We did it. <laughs> but as per usual, we'll get to those in the B segment, which is a term I learned listening to The Besties, which is a video game podcast that does not sponsor this podcast. But, all right, so let's jump into, we've got quite a few questions. Um, First, and I'm fairly excited about this one because we get to make a wild prediction that will never come true, probably. Um, Is that uh, Bradley wrote in and asked, how many teams do we think the MLS is going to expand to before they stop expansion? And just for some context for our listeners, there are currently 28 teams. We are expanding to St. Louis next year. So St. Louis FC is getting a team and there are rumors of teams. uh, There are rumors of Las Vegas in 2024. Nothing has been officially confirmed yet, but they say they want to end at 30. But if I know anything about America, we just like to keep expanding until we stop, Uh, you know, manifest destiny (laughs) through the MLS ranks of our country. So, my my real question, how many teams do you think we're going to get to? And if not Vegas, what do you, where would you guys like to see a soccer team join the MLS in 2024?
2: Hmm. Well, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think they'll stop at 30, Um, but I don't think they'll want to expand like across the country in every relatively big city until they start selling out um like regularly in a lot of the stadiums uh and i think it kind of depends on like how soccer as a whole in our country is perceived like if the national teams keep doing really well and i think we said like maybe it was last season we said or riley you had a prediction of a lot of kids aren't going to be playing football anymore so it's going to be like a generational thing of like they're going to be put into soccer more maybe
0: Yep. And I hold very strong to that.
2: Yeah. So if that's the case and Riley's prediction comes true, then I think like in 50 years we could see like massive expansion. But I don't really foresee that happening super soon.
0: But where would you like to see an expansion team?
2: I don't know. I was kind of bummed about St. Louis, honestly, because I don't want sporting fans to be swayed.
0: Oh, I'm excited for an I-70 rivalry.
2: <laughs> that would be really easy to go to away games. That's for sure.
0: Yeah,
1: I think, I think I'm think i excited about that because I think it'll finally give us a rivalry that's not forced. But I think the city... So, first of all, the largest U.S. league, I think, is the NFL. Um, yes. Don't quote me on that. But the NFL has 32 teams, and I think that's the biggest... And so I don't see us expanding beyond that. I really see us stopping right around that 32 level because it gives you such flexibility just mathematically in terms of divisions. Um, And just how you divide stuff up is pretty easy at around the 30 to 32. Um, I'm with Remy, though. I see huge expansion. But if you look at the NFL as an example, I mean, those teams are absolute giant conglomerates at this point. So I I see like an expanding fan base and each like team kind of expanding but not necessarily um not necessarily a ton of like number of teams cuz it comes a point where it's just too many and then fans can't keep them straight but I would really like to see Sacramento get a team. I think I read about them a few years ago and they're like a super passionate soccer city that like really supports their USL side and so I can't remember if they're scheduled to get a team, but I think I would really like to see that.
2: I would like Union Omaha to just move up to the MLS.
0: All I'm saying is that I I agree with both. I think we're just going to keep expanding. I think 30, 32 is a nice round number. Um, I've always wanted to see a relegation system in the U.S., but that will never happen because that would mean that clubs that are owned by like very rich people will have to contend with teams that aren't owned by rich people. So that is not something that America enjoys doing. Um, But I have a weird love for Indianapolis. It is uh, mostly because of the author, John Green, who I have, I absolutely love and adore. So he talks a lot about Indianapolis and they have a USL team. They have the Indy 11 and I would love to see Indianapolis get an MLS team.
2: Those were both like very well thought out research based answers. And I'm just like, go big red.
0: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I also just found out looking at this list that there is a, a USL team in Colorado Springs where my in-laws live. And so now I need to go see the Colorado Springs switchbacks.
2: Ooh, that should be our goal for like within the next year
0: to like go see the switchbacks.
2: No, go see like, a uh, um, what's the league called? Oh my gosh. USL? USL, yeah, exactly. We should go see yeah. one of them. Well, anyway, that was a fun question. That was a good yeah. little, little rib.
0: Okay, well, let's... We definitely
1: got off on a tangent on that one. Yeah,
0: but what is this podcast if not tangents?
2: One one tangent way.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, another listener by the name of of Charlotte wrote in and and asked us. What does it mean for the MLS now that Apple TV is looking to purchase the streaming rights? So for those of you who don't know, right now streaming rights for the MLS are owned by ESPN. That's why out-of-market teams can watch ESPN Plus um, games, which, of course, requires a subscription. And so does Apple TV. But now Apple TV is going to be competing with them for those streaming rights. I don't believe it's going to affect local games. So like watching on 38th the Spot. Um, But any out-of-market games would be on Apple TV. So what what are you guys, what's your take on another service coming in and trying to compete for the rights to MLS? I mean,
1: I don't really, I'm not really qualified to say what it means for MLS. Dave, we're not qualified
0: for anything. I don't, (laughs) well, yeah.
1: I, I have no idea how all those financial transactions work. I'm sure the smart people in charge will make a good choice. But for me, I'd be kind of excited about that because, uh, that would mean that Ted Lasso and MLS streaming would be united on one platform. And then so... Ted
0: Lasso and the MLS can like compete. like They can be in the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, I saw. I
2: actually have not seen Ted Lasso. Oh, that's disappointing.
0: So Get off Shout the out to
2: all our listeners. <laughs> uh, if you have an Apple TV account and would like to give me your password, I will watch Ted Lasso.
0: No, well, I think it's big to see another large corporation coming in and competing for rights. I think it shows the popularity that is MLS growth in this country.
2: Yeah, Um. well, question. This might be a silly question, but I just don't know. Um. Do you have to have Apple devices to be able to have Apple TV? No. Okay, because I was going to say that's not fair to everyone else. Um. But yeah, personally, I like ESPN because Riley gave me his password so I can watch games (laughs) if they're blacked out in Kansas City and we can't watch them locally. So I'm team ESPN.
0: I mean, I just enjoy ESPN because it bundles with my Disney Plus and Hulu. And Apple TV is just another subscription I would have to steal off someone yeah yeah I,
2: I think MLS right now just really needs to focus on growing their fan base more generally, and that's gonna be making all the games accessible because if oh, they're too right. hard to watch, no one like no one's gonna the fan base isn't gonna grow.
0: That's what sucks about the NWSL right now being on Paramount plus.
2: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. hey, shout out to Jay. Jay gave me his Paramount plus subscription. so shout out to him. And speaking of Jay, um, Jay also wrote us in a question this week because he loves me and he wanted to know a question. Um, he wanted to know who you guys think is the most underrated player on Sporting KC. Ooh,
2: that's a great question. Hmm. Okay. Wait, I have my answer. That was actually a lot easier than I Shoot. thought.
0: Uh,
2: R- Remy Voltaire.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: We-, we should each say ours and then we'll explain.
0: Okay. Uh, mine, um, Ben Sweat.
2: That's also a really solid choice, I think.
1: To be honest, I'm having a little bit of a hard time coming up with one.
2: I, Dave, I'm surprised, like, it's not so obvious to you.
1: So obvious? Yeah. Um. I
2: you were going to say someone, like, right away.
1: No, you know, I, I thought I was, and then I thought... Well, I kind of was going to say Remy, but I don't want to say the same one as you. I think I would say, man, Felipe Hernandez.
2: I thought you were going to say Cam Duke.
1: I really, I was going to say Cam Duke, but then I thought, you know, I think he's starting to gain some momentum as far as like being highly rated so i don't know if he's really underrated anymore if that makes I, sense i would
2: say he's underrated cuz he doesn't yeah, start maybe consistently so. yeah
1: that's true i guess i guess i can go with cam duke in my mind cam duke is like everyone knows he's amazing you know but i just think he's got a lot of <laughs> promise and he you know uh is involved in a lot of our passing moves and attacks and stuff so yeah He's really good, but so is Felipe Hernandez, and <laughs> now I feel bad for abandoning him.
0: See, I picked Ben Sweat because I think he got a lot of crap at the beginning of the season when he had to jump in, and everyone was like, Ben Sweat like didn't play very well today, brah, brah, bra brah, but what got lost in the mojo of it all was that like nobody was playing well. like The whole team was down, and he kind of got in the same way that... I don't know, a random sporting podcast tends to put a lot of it on Kyrie Shelton. I don't know who they're talking about, but yeah. I've heard about it. Um, a lot of people put it on Ben Sweat, and I think he has shown that he is a more than capable player, but our back line has a lot of rotation happening right now, and he's kind of getting lost in that jumble.
2: Which, for people who don't watch soccer regularly, that is extremely rare. Usually, you're, if you're playing four defenders in your lineup. They almost never change throughout the season and they almost never get subbed out during the game. So, the fact that we've rotated so much this season and we don't have a consistent four is interesting.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, look at last year, Luis Martins played every single game and Graham Zoucy played all but one games and uh Fontas played all but one games. So, yeah, that's 100% true. All right, Remy, and you picked
0: remy why
2: did um yeah i i just am so impressed with him like statistically um whenever we i watch the games the announcers always give some really interesting facts that i often steal and then reshare on the podcast (laughs) um but he consistently has like some of the top speeds recorded he covers the most ground like on miles throughout the whole game and of course he's a midfielder so he's going to get more than like timelia probably who knows with Tim, but he has like some of the best passing accuracy statistics on the team. And that's just so important. In that midfield position, you want to have somebody who is going to be able to dish out passes well every single time. And he was the first to reshare a One Sporting Way pod thing on Instagram. <laughs> so, so he holds
0: a special place in our hearts. Yeah. All right. Last fan question. This one is coming in from Jake. I know we have a lot of J's on the podcast today. Um, Jake wrote in, and this is just me real quick because we got to move on to our other news. Who is your early pick for the cup? We are halfway through the season. Sporting currently places 14th in the West <laughs> and 27th overall.
2: So second to dead last?
0: Yes. Like dead True. dead last? Yeah. Awesome. Great. Love Very it. solid. So I don't think it's and that's kind of a hard out. like I don't think we're going to we're going to win the cup this year. But who out of the other teams with the little knowledge you have, real quick, who is your pick for the cup?
1: NYCFC.
2: Wait, back to back?
1: Yeah, they're playing great and they've got just solid defense. Solid offense.
2: Nice. I'll say, I don't know. My gut's just telling me like LAFC. I don't know. I don't even know where they are in the rankings.
0: First placed in the West.
2: Oh, okay. Well, my gut was pretty good.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna pick Austin FC. Okay.
2: Austin.
0: Hipster pick. Cool. Wow, that is love a hipster it. pick. I I love the city of Austin.
2: You know a Texas team will never win. <laughs>
0: I know, but that's why they're bold predictions. All right, hey, thank you for everyone that wrote in. We really appreciate it. Um, keep writing in, and when we have off weeks or at the end of episodes, we have time. We will we will get to your questions. But we have some Casey Current and some United States national team news to talk about. So let's dive into Casey Current, Remy. What's been going on?
2: Uh, well, we're doing okay, honestly. Um, yeah. Kate, do you gasp?
0: I gasped. We're
2: doing okay. Um, Yeah, we're doing okay. Casey Current just beat Racing Louisville 1-0. Lola Bonta got a PK shot uh, in the third minute of that game, which was really exciting. My dad texted me. He was so excited. Um, Dave, you have an interesting comment about that game from May 30th.
1: Yeah, so I was just reading an article on the good old Blue Testament, and they were saying that Racing Louisville – submitted a complaint about the practice field like they said that it pretty much just sucked and one of their goalkeepers was injured by the wind blowing over a goal that hit her so i just thought that was super weird i don't know if there's anything to it it honestly sounds like they're just sore losers because they only brought it up after the game i don't know hopefully everyone's do okay. Practice?
2: Do they practice uh, Park at Swope?
1: University? They practice at Park University. Oh, oh
0: interesting. interesting.
1: Yeah, and yeah, so it looked like Casey Curran's response was kind of just that none of the other teams had complained about it, and they would look into it, but I just thought that was weird because you don't hear about stuff like that happening very often, so we're yeah. going to call, call it Practice Watergate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, a little dramatic, but what would you expect? <laughs> um, yes. Okay, and then... On Saturday, June 4th, uh, I went to the San Diego Wave game. Um, it's always so fun just going to Children's Mercy Park for Casey Current. It was Pride Night, so it was really exciting, like really high energy. It was just like good feelings all around. We love Pride also, Night. guys,
0: happy Pride Month.
2: Yeah. Same. Happy yeah. Pride Month. We are five sure allies of LGBTQ+, plus. but I think we've said yeah, that before. Yeah, we are. So, yeah, Pride Night. And on Pride Night, they actually broke their attendance record. It was, like, just under – less than 50 away from 8,000 at Children's Mercy Park, which was so cool. It was really loud. It looked packed. It was a lot of fun. Um, Of course, we had to play Alex Morgan, and she's amazing, obviously. She got a PK, and then she scored again in the 90th minute, which was really a heartbreaker because we were leading most of the second half. We – had like you know that energy when you're at a game in person and you just like have a feeling you're gonna win
0: like mm-hmm. it's like
2: tangible and then Alex Morgan just crushed the dreams of Casey current fans so uh ended in a tie but hey it wasn't a loss so that's something
0: hey and I would like to say for the first time Casey current is not in last place
2: oh my gosh really? a miracle
0: nice. we are above the we are an 11th out of 12 over North Carolina Courage, who has four points, and we have five.
2: Yeah. I think, honestly, it's weird. The last two KC Current games I've been to at Children's Mercy uh, had a PK against us. That kind of, like, messed up everything. So Hmm. um, that's interesting. But, hey, they're not losing. So
0: All right. Well, that's what we got for Casey Current. And now let's move to the men's national team. Who is uh, who just literally minutes before this podcast aired finished up their game against Uruguay. So I'm going to let Dave talk about the national team.
1: Yeah, so I did not watch the Morocco game, but the other day, I think it was Wednesday, they beat Morocco 3-0. Uh, goals from Aronson, Weah, and Wright. Uh, the last one was a PK. Um, but again, I didn't watch that game. And Morocco's not that good, so I don't know how much <laughs> stock we put in that. But what's
2: their FIFA ranking?
1: I, I don't know. Let me look up. Dave, you keep FIFA talking
0: rankings. and I will look that up.
1: Okay. It should anyway, just be our trivia. Hold wait, stop. Hold on. da 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 da. da, da, da. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: eighty
1: five. That's my guess. What um, is Morocco's FIFA ranking? It honestly you said eighty
2: five? Yeah.
1: yeah. What's your guess?
2: Oh my gosh. Not 85. You don't think so? No, I mean I'm pretty sure the US is like 15th.
0: Right. So and signature? they only
2: beat them three to zero. I'll say like forty-six.
0: Okay. All right. I gotta do some math here. So you guys do do. Your oh, thing. who's the closest? Oh no. Yeah. So is it between oh, no. them? So
2: it's like in the 60s.
0: Yeah. Anyway,
1: so I'll just talk about the uruguay game so they are significantly better they are one of the top teams i don't know where they're 13th okay yeah i knew it was top 20 so that was
2: the question i was ready
1: so um anyway but i thought that we looked pretty good on defense i was really impressed two players i wanted to uh call out that i was really impressed with were uh zimmerman and musa I thought Zimmerman was super solid in the back. He had some really good challenges. Um, I think it's great to have like a really solid center back like that to build around. And then uh, Musa just looked really dangerous going forward. He put in some really good balls into the box. And it really just seems like we have a similar problem on the men's national team to what we have for sporting, which is just we're still searching for that killer center forward. We just haven't found it yet. Yeah. We have so, it.
2: He's just out of reach. What do you mean? All in Plato.
1: Oh, he yes, really Sporting is. does. I thought you meant for the men's national team and I was like, if you know who it is by all means, please. I please, don't. <laughs> please
0: share that with everyone. <laughs> well, I will just share that um first off, I wasn't doing math. I was just looking for them honestly. Oh, okay. Um and Remy is our winner really? today because wow. Morocco's FIFA
1: ranking is 24th. Wow. Okay, well I stand corrected. They are Far better than I thought they were, Dave. Yeah, I thought means... you were
2: like really, you were really confident in your answer. And I think if I had gone first, <laughs> I probably would have said like high twenties, maybe or low thirties. But you like freaked me out. I was like, oh maybe. my gosh!
1: I yeah, I did not know that they were that high. I knew they're like one of the better teams in Africa, but yeah, I didn't know that they were that
0: high. So well, that's and for weird. context, the United States ranks fifteenth, right? out of the world and the number one team just for those curious brazil Mm, shocker look
2: at us learning things
1: (laughs) we're all learning so i guess i threw too much shade at morocco (laughs) um yeah it's also hard to read too much into these international friendlies like for example one of the weird things that happened in today's game is that uruguay accidentally made too many subs so they just like They were (laughs) supposed to be limited to six for the friendly, and they just put on a seventh player. Just cut, and then fourth official
2: didn't catch it, or any official didn't catch any. Yeah,
1: I was like, "What is the fourth official there for, if not to keep track of that kind of thing?" And he was like, "What do you want me to do? Call him back off the field?" And I was kind of like, "Yeah, like, you're (laughs) the (laughs) one that let him run out there in the first place." But it was super weird. So then their solution was to just. Let the U.S. make a seventh substitution.
2: I mean, good <laughs> thing it was a friendly.
1: Yeah. If it was not a friendly, I think that would be a forfeit.
2: I actually really liked watching it. I hadn't seen yeah. all the younger new players play together on the men's team. And I was pretty impressed. I mean, it's cool to see all the European players. I was bummed Bucio didn't make the cut on this one. But mm-hmm. he was actually in Kansas City. And I saw a picture of him uh, playing at the soccer place that I play at. Like pick up really? Oh, yeah. I was like, "What the heck?" That um, is
1: awesome. So
2: that's cool, but yeah, I think this game—it was exciting to watch. I really liked it, even though it was zero-zero. The U.S. had like some really amazing shots. Sean Johnson, the goalkeeper, got some really good saves. There's mm-hmm. some there's some good things coming. I think.
1: Yeah, oh. I was happy for him. They were talking about how he's only had ten appearances over the last eleven years.
0: Well, guys, any last thoughts on sporting?
1: I don't have any thoughts at all on sporting. I'm on vacation from thinking about sporting.
0: <laughs> we can. Well, I
2: saw Daniel Shallow. He's in Hungary already. We can cheer for him. There oh, we
1: yeah. go. Do they have some friendlies right now?
2: Uh, I think he's pl- they're playing England
1: coming up. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm just hoping that coming out of the international break, we kind of have a little bit of a renewed spirit. So, Remy, where can people find us?
2: You can find us on Instagram. At One Sporting Way Pod. We post some awesome things. We post if we're going to the games at Children's Mercy Park. We reshare stuff. We get noticed by the players. It's a great time. You can also email us at onesportingwaypod at gmail.com with all of your fan questions because that's arguably my favorite part of the episode.
0: Yeah, that's definitely my favorite part, to be honest. It's just <laughs> like fun knowing that people actually listen to us and care. I love and appreciate both of you, Dave and Remy. Thank you.
2: Aw. Remember Heartshape Hands? You, buddy.
0: <gasps> Kai Kamara, Remember? what a guy. Yeah. What a All right. Well, guys, thank you for podding with me. Thank you everyone for listening. Continue to share, like and subscribe and put us uh give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. It helps get us some visibility, helps get us out there to new uh sporting fans and as always, You can join us next week down here at One Sporting Way.
2: Ding. (laughs)